Welcome, everybody, to episode 38 of the Almost Daily Show. We are here, we're ready to roll, and we are excited to rock and roll, if you will. Timing and singing, I mean, you've had quite the 24 hours. Gosh, you have no idea. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, we always talk about this, but I don't think people understand how much of a songbird I am. All I have to do is hear one word. and Pretty I'm like, impressive. I'm on it. It's crazy. We, we were pulling a uh, extremely late nighter doing an audit for a business, and um, we we're going through all this social channels and doing all the the thing we do. And uh, Chandler was playing lots of their videos and started singing. It was amazing. So <laughs> we we actually recorded a lot of it. We'll probably send it over to the business. Maybe they'll use it. <laughs> it was hilarious, and I had a jingle that went perfectly along with their tune. It was great. I mean, honestly, honestly, if they used it, they'd probably see at least $100 million in sales in the next 30 days. I'd buy it over and over again. I would. I mean, I'd make a ringtone. Absolutely. So what are we talking about today? But today we wanted to talk about the sales process. My favorite. Of- yeah, you are quite the salesman, Dave. Hmm. I just like talking. I like, I like building relationships. You know what? You have the gift of gap. I think we both do. Everybody tends to like to talk to us. For some strange reason, we uh, we actually do very well in that category. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's just the world works in mysterious ways, and it's not in our nature to be mysterious, but we can't talk about why or how. Nope. It's like Fight Club. Right. Don't talk about Fight Club. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so the sales process is... Uh, we always talk about like optimizing like your marketing funnel and making sure we have the relationship experience coming in to get people excited about our brands and get people like actually talking about our brands and wanting to come in and work with us. But what we, what a lot of people fail to put together is like an optimized sales process that helps move people along the line. Cause once you've got them in, if you've done the relationship marketing experience, right, they're going to come in excited about working with you. And if you have an optimized process, you can bring them in, and you can work them through the entire process without losing them or without getting overwhelmed with having to do too much follow-up on your own. So something that we always find is is we get into a business and we start looking through their processes. And one, they usually don't have very good process for marketing, creating their funnel, bringing the clients in, uh, what the sales process looks like and how it ties into ultimately a sale and client experience. And so we have to map all that out for them. And uh, some of the mistakes we always find is is, is uh, people build their uh, pipelines and, and sales funnels and client experiences all around the software that they've purchased. And they don't actually build out the process around their process and then go out and find different types of software solutions if they even need it to plug their process into. Yeah, that's a big problem we see. So we People buy maybe like a, a solution and they see the solution as something they can use but they haven't mapped out what the entire process looks like and they don't understand what it looks like well enough to actually utilize that solution. And so they buy the solution, then they map out their process and they realize the solution doesn't do what they need it to do. So now they have to generate the solution and in turn, they hate the solution. But in reality, it makes some lack of understanding of what your entire funnel should look like. I think we just, we just brought a new term to the equation, Jimmy rig. Jimmy rig. Yeah. yeah. On, the West, on the East coast, we jerry rig it. And on the, West Coast, you guys jimmy rig it. We jimmy rig that. We don't even I mess like around. That. I like that. So, 
Uh, yeah, and, and you know what is what we find is even similar types of businesses, their processes are different because process gets built around you know a, a lot of it is your uh, capabilities at your gym as well. So there's, there's the ideal flows that happen, but then it also comes down to capability. You know, my sales pipeline and, and marketing funnel uh, might work really well for me, and then and this has actually happened uh, to me multiple times. And then I, you know, you go out and hire employees and you pass the the job off to somebody else and it doesn't work the same for them. And what we find is it's because this, there's certain processes that maybe it's the way I work and I talk to people and I build relationships. And so there may be some tweaks in there that work for me. And then we need to go out and when we, when we move to that other person, you need to find out how they communicate, right? How they teach, how they sell, all that stuff. And, and it might it might tweak your process slightly so that they can be more successful. And it's not just a cookie cutter thing where you just put someone in place and let them do it. Um, every, you know, like I said, a, a business that you guys could have the same everything, but your processes might be slightly different to be successful. Yeah, that's huge. And what you find is your sales process and the process and the way it functions and flows is never static. Right. Uh, like everything we talked about, your business is constantly evolving. Your business is constantly moving in a different direction or a direction that's going to allow you to pivot shift and get into another area or move yourself into relevancy over the long term and the same with your sales process you're going to you're going to initially map this thing out and you're going to have what happens when they call what happens when they purchase what happens when they don't purchase what happens when i need to follow up what happens after i follow up and i don't get a hold of them or i do what happens after they actually buy long term and then you're going to get situations to where something comes in and something new happens and you haven't done this yet or you haven't optimized this in your sales pipeline and so you take all these new things that you see and you allow that to, uh, to move your uh, sales pipeline forward and you allow that to evolve what's happening. And so over time, your sales pipeline is going to be this evolving thing that turns into something that you're always putting new strategies and new ideas and new information into. And that's when you pick your solution that can evolve with you. So then you take all these strategies and processes and you, you replicate those. So that way you always have it available in case that situation comes up again. And chances are, if it comes up once, you're going to see it five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 20 more times down the road because the way one person thinks is often the way everybody thinks. Right. I like it. So what is, what is your suggestion, Chan, for people when they're mapping out their, their pipeline? Yeah, so what I like to do when I'm mapping my, pi my pipeline, I like to write on a giant whiteboard. So I write on a whiteboard what my entire process looks like, uh, uh, like on the, the entire system. So it's going to be, what happens so that we do all the marketing, that pipeline's uh, mapped out and optimized. Now what happens when my first interaction with the client happens? Then what happens when they either, what happens in the next situation? And then what happens in the next situation? And then next and so on down the line. And each different situation and piece of your funnel has to have decision parameters associated with it as well. So what happens if they come in and they say you're in a service business, they come in and they request a phone call. So you call them. Now what happens? Do they answer? Okay, then go in one direction. Do they not answer? Okay, they go in the next direction. Do they? Do they? Do, then do you get on a call with them? Do uh, they purchase? Okay, they go in this direction for purchasing. Do they not? And they need to think about it. Okay, now how do we follow up with them effectively? And then uh, we keep going down the line. And it's not. That's why it's not static. There needs to be decisions associated with each flow that you're creating in your right. wholesale pipeline. And then, so if you're a, a one-man operation in your business, then obviously you just have to make sure you, know, you map this thing out and you make sure you do it. If you're not a one-man operation, 
uh, you know, the, the struggle that business owners have is if you have other people that are working this process, you need to be able to actually look at it and check in. You can't just let the business do its thing without actually looking at the numbers. Uh, you know, you have to identify one or any of these processes not working um, optimally. Is it the is it the person that is implementing it or is it the actual procedure? Uh, and then where people need help, you know, and so especially salespeople or uh, service people, you can kind of see where the where the breakdown is, right? If you actually have a really good process in place and you're able to track the numbers, right? Like how many people came in, how many did we convert, how many did we lose, how many bought this service, bought that service. Uh, and ultimately, you can then make decisions as a business uh, on how to improve, how, how to maybe shift in the market, uh, how to get uh, training for your employees, uh, and ultimately even how to get rid of employees faster to bring in people that can do the job better, right? So all those things matter, uh, and you need to be paying attention to them. Yeah, those are good points. You have to pay attention to what's happening in the process. And like you're saying, Dave, you have to monitor what people are doing in the pipeline and what's happening with your employees and what's happening with the customers. For example, if you have to follow up with a phone call with someone, on average, out of every 100 calls you make, how many of those come back after one call? How many come back after two calls, three, four, five? When is the drop-off period to where we're never going to actually be able to contact them? And where is the period to where you know you're going to probably get them on the phone? How much time does it take from the initial uh, information kind of download, like when they put their information in on your website or whatever, how long does that take for you to call them and what's the optimal time period that you have to actually get a hold of them? And then uh, you have to monitor your employees and go over this stuff in your staff meetings. So, hey, we noticed that it's taking five attempt to contacts to get a hold of someone if we wait longer than 30 minutes after the initial consult. So then you say, now our goal is to get our initial contact time down to 10 minutes and then you notice okay now it's taking us three attempt to contacts what happens if we contact them within 30 seconds like okay now we're getting a hold of them on the first phone call that's right that's optimizing your funnel and your sales process long term what, what we're describing here is, is is so if you're a small business and you do okay right decent numbers and uh, and you know that there is competition out there or you know everybody knows or they can give us a name of direct competition that's do, that they want to be in their market Know that anybody that's very successful in their markets with their businesses uh, have one, they're either like lucky stars somewhere or uh, they success in these processes on lockdown in their business, like on lockdown. They know their numbers. They're constantly improving the process, client experience, um, how long it takes, uh, analyzing and and. so, you know, at the end of the day, growing their business. Like, this is what it takes. Yeah, this is this is huge. And I think we get into this environment where we think like a cookie cutter sales process, process can be defined and outlined, but every business is unique and different. You see commonalities amongst a lot of businesses, but if you're not continuously optimizing and paying attention to this stuff, you're never going to really know whether what you're doing works or not. And that's that's the sales process. It's not trying to trick people and get people to like buy, buy, buy or whatever. It's understanding what different parameters work and what different things you're doing with people work and which different uh, decision parameters are the right ones. So how many attempt to contacts does it take? How often do I need to call them? How quickly do I need to call them? All those kinds of things. And if that's mapped out, you can take that and you can replicate that to your employees that you bring down the line. Because right. another thing we, we see often is 
the business owner becomes a salesman and he's engulfed in sales calls 24 seven, which doesn't allow him to grow his business because all he's doing is sitting on sales calls and then everything else gets neglected. Well, it's, I mean, it, it's uh, I mean, small business nightmare, right? Is you get, you, people get put into a cycle. You just can't get out of it. You know, it's trying to deliver service, customer service, um, via the person that's selling marketing, business networking. I mean, it's just so many roles. And so, if you if you haven't sat down and mapped out your processes and and the funnel and then gone out and, and gotten the help you need, uh, like I've always had business coaches in, in all my businesses, and so you get the help. They they can look at it through outside eyes, analyze it, streamline your process. Uh, if there's any softwares that can help streamline it, you get them as support to help to relieve um, workload, uh, not to take over. You know, and then. Um, you know, then, then you can actually you know look at look at it from a real uh, business owner standpoint, make the proper decisions, and bring people on. Like it's not like eventually, you know, we'll make enough money and I'll hire somebody. You know, you if you haven't planned out the eventually, there's a way to get there. You you plan that out, and then you know exactly when you're going to hire somebody. It doesn't just randomly happen, right? So I think that's um, this is all you know. We can dig. We can we can dig deep into these problems on this podcast. So <laughs> we should probably, this would be great to keep going, but let's, let's um, drag this out over the next six months. Yeah. <laughs> have content next week. Have all this stuff going on. Yeah, we can yeah. talk about, we can even do an episode where we app out one of our sales processes and show yeah. what we do and how it works and a lot of that. Cause we both have gyms. We do this kind of stuff in. And yep. I did like yep. you just said, uh, understanding that you need to have, everything to find an outline as a big picture. And then you can put everything in place that needs to happen, like hiring people and all of that stuff. You can't just, you, businesses that rely on hopes and dreams are businesses that aren't going to be around longer than a year. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I know our podcast is always just about giving information and doing our thing. Um, but obviously, this is a big subject. So anybody out there that needs help mapping this stuff out, uh, that's what Chan and I do, and we do it well. So reach out, let us know. Uh, if not, keep listening to the show, and we'll continue to give you guys um, whatever's floating around our branch. Yeah, because we are crazy boys. <laughs> that's right. That's we right. started our uh, podcast standing up now, so I can do like jumping jacks and exercise while I'm that's right. Plus, more animated. I like it better. Yeah, I'm gonna work on my new bum. I get I get away with my headset until I. Until I get my uh, my nice mic set up, nice and high for me. Yeah, I've got mine set up. Get yourself a standing workstation, and you got a podcasting station. That's right. Good times. Well, all right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Almost Daily Show, and uh, we're gonna do our best. Maybe we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, we don't know though because it's almost daily. <laughs> Until next time. Later, see you.